We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That brings us to the Browns. Uh, There was a report. We're going to actually get more into this in a little bit. There was a report over the weekend that uh, by by Dogs by Nature, Jared Mueller, who said... uh, Not by nature? No, dogs, oh, by nature. dogs by nature. Completely different thing. Oh, my bad. But said that uh, that other team officials in Indy were talking about how aggressive, that Andrew Barry is the most aggressive when it comes to pursuing free agents and trade targets this offseason, which kind of makes the 42nd pick, like, sneaky interesting to me. Because I think everybody's examined two things with the, 30 se- uh, with the 42nd pick, which are... Trading the pick for a vet or trading back? Do you know anybody that actually thinks the Browns are going to hold on to the 42nd pick? No, not not anybody that's in the know. I mean, Zach, who we've had on, Zach, Zach Jackson, the no athletic. Yeah. yeah, basically his, his, has completely eliminated, eliminated the chance they're actually going to take somebody with a 42nd pick. I do think there's something the Browns have to do. They have to, they have to avoid name porn. Sure you work. Ah, it's simple. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is name porn to me, right? It's a, it's a sexy name. It's a name that is enticing. And if you trade for DeAndre Hopkins, everyone's going to be super excited because of what he and Deshaun did in Houston. Yet, DeAndre hasn't played a full season in three years. Correct. And also, DeAndre's not a burner. DeAndre has has been one of the league leaders the last couple of years in contested catches. So he's not going to do the thing that you need a guy to do, which is take the top off the defense. So why would you consider, and the latest report of the weekend was that the price tag on DeAndre Hopkins is a second-round pick. Why would you give up, whether it's this year or next year, a second-round pick for a guy who doesn't fit the thing that you need more than anything, which is... I think that's fair. A wide receiver to take off. So, so to me, name porn. Um, there's a lot of, quite frankly, like Bobby Wagner might be name porn. Right? Maybe, maybe at this point, yeah. And by the way, he had great stats in 2022 in LA. That doesn't mean he was great. Right? He he played on a bad defense. He played on a defense where individual players got theirs. The defense wasn't any good. You add to it, he's 35 years old and is going to want to get paid. Uh, stay the hell away. Honestly, there's a lot of linebackers. Like you said, Michael Hen- uh, Michael Kendricks earlier, right? He got cut by Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, that was announced today. I Here's actually how every player that you hear gets cut or traded by another team. That might 
consider it name porn until we have evidence to suggest others. Like Brandon Eric Cooks. Eric Kendricks, by the way. Eric Kendricks, That's thank you. Mike in my phone, like, not Michael, I don't think. Yeah, Michael was here yeah. previously, right? He was the, so here, uh, here's the, list of, the white uh, collar criminal. So th- this is your name porn, right? From guys who've been cut this offseason. Bobby Wagner, Tremaine Edwards, Levante David, TJ Edwards, David Long, now Eric Kendricks. Wait, did David Long get cut, or is he a free agent? I think he's a free agent. Notable free agents. Okay, gotcha. See, like David Long, depending on the contract, respectable name. uh, Jermaine Pratt of the Bengals. And actually, that's another thing we should talk about with the Browns. If you want Javon Hargrave, you might get upset. He's 30 years old. Who was the last 30-year-old free agent the Browns have committed massive dollars to? Because I can't well, like when's the last time a 30-year-old 30-year-old free agent has been productive? Well, I mean, that I think is hit and miss. Like, I, I think Javon Hargrave still's got good football in front of him. Now, if you give him a four-year deal, you might eat the last year or two of that deal. For the next two years, I'd take that if he who if he is who he was in Philly. But, like, the guys that I think make sense are probably going to be what the Browns have done historically. Like, John Johnson III was a 25-year-old free agent. Look back at most, and and I'm not saying they won't sign 30-year-old players. I'm saying they're probably not going to give them three or four years and the kind of money that it's going to take to get those guys here. I just, I just, that's not really their, their, like, main objective. Their main objective is to get guys who are, and I hate this because it's it's ascending players. It's guys who foot whose football st- the best football still might be ahead of them. Okay. So Jermaine Pratt, who's like twenty six, that that's the kind of guy that makes sense. Um, Jesse Bates is really interesting, and I know Mary Kay had the report over the weekend that the Browns were interested if he doesn't get tagged. Part of all right, this is I'm going to go deep in the weeds here. Part of me's wondered if they've been so public about their interest in Jesse Bates to see if they can force the Bengals to franchise tag him. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Like, it, kind of, it kind of feels like the uh, the financial Russian roulette that you could play with a cheap organization that all of a sudden is going to create a pinch elsewhere and maybe shake free one of their other free agents. But I wanted to get back to the 42nd pick. And we'll throw this out, 216-578-0092, or at Nick Wilson says, at Dustin Fox 37 What's the best use of the 42nd pick for the Cleveland Browns? Because I think all options should be on the table. I think if DeForest Buckner were available for the 42nd pick, I would do that tomorrow and not think about it, even though you wouldn't have a pick until the 98th pick. Don't care. DeForest Buckner next to Miles Garrett, Oh, and if you can sign Frank Clark on a short-term two-year deal, kind of start defensive end across from Miles, uh, guys, I'd be I'd be fully excited about the Browns' defensive line if those were your only two moves on the defensive line this offseason. Can I give you another one? Because everybody's more. talking about either trade it for a vet or trade back. I wouldn't hate it if you traded the 42nd pick for a future first. Sure you work. Well, it doesn't happen as much. This is more probably a trade that happens when you're on the clock versus something that you kind of get beforehand. But there's a pretty decent history of teams, and not desperate teams, but teams looking to make a splash on a specific player 
trading their future first for like an early second rounder. Mm-hmm. I don't know the Browns' first rounders early enough, just to be fair. Because 42nd's kind of, you know, you usually see this with like the 33rd pick or the 35th pick or the 38th pick. But if like Detroit, who's coming off a winning season, said, all right, we need another second rounder. We don't want to give you, we don't want, you don't want to move back. What if we gave you our 2024 first rounder? Okay. I'd really, I'd really seriously consider it. Because you still end up accruing. And by, by the way, it's not, we get, like a third round pick in next year's first. You pretty much are trying you you it's it's a calculated risk. You're trying to move up from 42 this year to hopefully top 24 next year. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a kind of value grab as the Browns where then you would have a full draft by the way because you would have a first round, second round, third rounder. You wouldn't be missing a pick till the fourth rounder. I think I think something is and I think it pissed people off because people would then accuse you of not going all in. I think to me it would show that the Browns aren't are operating aggressive and not desperate. What's the difference? Um, because I heard the morning show talk about this a little bit this morning mm-hmm. when they're talking about how the Browns should be aggressive, and then Ken comes in and says, "Well, we want to be de- not desperate but aggressive." So, what's the difference? Not operating outside of your your set of values. So, like if you were to. Um, like trading up, I meaning trading up in this year. And I, one of the the things we talked about earlier was Cleve T.A.'s tweet about trading Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. And he actually came back later, and, it, and I actually really appreciate this. I still disagree with the idea. But his point on trading Nick Chubb this offseason would be, well, you could get a second or third round pick for him, and you'd clear up you know, $19 million in cap space over the next two years. Mm-hmm. That could allow you to add an additional good player. That in and of itself doesn't do anything for me. That's nebulous. That's uh, a, a nameless, okay, it could be the 91st pick. It could be the 61st pick. That doesn't apply value. So he mentioned, they came back and said, all right, you trade Chubb to Miami for the 58th pick, and they use that extra savings to bring in Javon Hargrave. I still wouldn't do it, but at least you have, all right, here's tangible value. Mm-hmm. But then part of the reason why I suggested trading, then, well, maybe you pair 58 and 42 together and you trade up to get uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba with like a late first round pick. I don't, can you recall the last time the Browns have made a huge jump forward, traded two for one to jump forward in the draft? Because I, off the top of my head, and I'm not saying they haven't done it, I'm saying off the top of my head, that's. I can think of way more instances of them moving down, including the Houston Texans trade down last year. Well, I mean, it depends. You know, like if you were to trade Nick Chubb for that pick and use that pick to move up to get a, Sma- a Jackson Smith and Jigba and also then use that cap space to sign a veteran free agent, whoever you may like, uh, I think that makes some sense. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two, 578 Beto Bopper. I think I'm saying that right. Beto Bapa. Sometimes when you say people's uh, Twitter handles, they just it makes you feel stupid when saying it. Hopefully, it doesn't mean anything personal to Beto Bopper, right? Hopefully, it's just a silly name. Uh, saying why would Andrew Barry hold on to the second round pick? He's proven he has no clue how to draft good players. Hell, trade all the picks for old mm-hmm. veterans. I, I think one of the most overstated things and over ridiculed things in 
in Cleveland is Andrew Barry's drafting ability. Like, I can't tell you the surefire pro bowlers he's drafted. I also don't think, like, I think the uh, he's guys had 35 picks in going on or his first three years. I can think of like two or three players I think are absolute busts. And it starts with Anthony Schwartz. Everybody else, I think, still belongs on an NFL roster. Oh, and he's had one top 10 pick because the last two years he's been without a first rounder. Uh, obviously, two years ago was the Greg Newsom pick. Who, by the way, really good football player. Like, have we have 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 people overshot in your estimation the criticism of Andrew Barry? Uh, they overshot it. I would say or overstated it. No, I don't think so. I mean, because the team hasn't had success yet. I mean, they did two it, years ago. Yeah, I mean that was his first year here, and it was a COVID year. It was weird. <sighs> I mean, you got to mention it's just it was a weird I, year. I know it just feels like we only qualify success in this town. We never qualify. Okay, so if 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 the only success we ever had was during a COVID year, would that be disappointing? Well, but the point is, do you turn around and say, "Oh, well, this is the reason the last two years have been disappointing," or do you just say it doesn't no, matter? I, they were no, disappointing. No, I think the COVID whole thing kind of affected the team in a positive and negative way over time. But I'm just making the point that, like, okay, yeah, I mean, the one year they did have success was kind of a weird year where he comes in and it's just not even close to being a normal NFL season. And then all of a sudden now two years normal, we don't have anything. I think Andrew Barry's done a fine job drafting. I don't think now let me put it this way. Until you change your mind in two days. That's fair. When did I change my mind on this? No, I'm, 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 I think you will. Why two days? I'm joking. I felt like a very specific, something going to happen in two days. It's like a final Maybe destination. Of sports takes. Well, now you're going to change it. Now who's changing their mind? Two Maybe and six. six days. Five, seven, eight, double oh nine two. What's the best use of the 42nd pick? Trade for a veteran, trade back, or trade for a future first? Are you concerned the Browns are desperate and maybe airing? They're using aggressiveness and when really it's desperation. Uh, I, I listen, I, I think that it is, a. I wish I knew exactly what their philosophy was inside the building because we don't really know. Mm -hmm. I think for a while we kind of had an idea of how this analytics, you know, hierarchy would work. The guardrails. Yeah, of course. Like we had some ideas of, of like past history and what these guys typically like to do. And then they kind of threw that all out the window, right? When they went after uh, Deshaun Watson. Trading all the picks, assets are gone, and now we're kind of all in. So I don't know. I think we'll know in the next, you know, probably few weeks as to what the kind of ideas about this season. How much are they willing to go, quote unquote, all in on 2023? So can you think, though, of a move that to you would strike you as more desperate than aggressive? I just, I just like, said, name I mean, porn. trading for Hopkins? Yeah, like trading the 42nd pick for DeAndre Hopkins when he's not a take-the-top-off-the-defense kind of receiver, to me, yeah. would be desperation. Agreed. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think giving much of value up for Brandon Cooks feels like desperation. He's he's older. He's not the speed guy that he once was. He's also, like, he's in this weird standoff with the Texans. I don't know how much... I don't know how much like value he actually has. That feels like, uh, honestly, I'll just say it. 
I think most wide receiver trades the Browns could make are are more desperate than aggressive. The only only wide receiver trade or or sorry, suggestion of a trade that I've heard that actually like ticked off a light bulb that said, "Hey, that's that sounds like smart aggressive trade." is Greg Newsom for Jerry Judy. And I still don't know I'd do it cuz I think you got to turn around and pay Jerry Judy. And I just don't know. I don't know he's been good enough that warrants you paying a lot of money even though if if you do pay him and he goes and balls out, it'll look like a steal in a year. Right. But like other than that, like most most names to me are you're trying to be desperate or you're trying to be aggressive. And I don't think like I'll here's another one. I think trading Nick Chubb in this idea, I think it's desperation. I think it's grasping at straws. Do you really? Yep. I think trying to get value for a player that's 27 years old that probably doesn't have great value because of his age and because of um, the fact that running backs just don't have great value in the first place. I think trading him for a third-round pick to me would would strike. Second-round pick depends on where you pick. Even then, I'm not happy with it. Yeah, and, I mean, if you get a second-round pick for Nick Chubb, I think that it would it would help this team. Nah, I don't think it would help as much as Nick Chubb. Now, <laughs> let, let's put it this way. Nick Chubb for the exact same package that went for uh, Christian McCaffrey, so a two, a three, a four, and a five, I still wouldn't be happy, but at least we could say, oh, I mean, that's a hell of a haul for a 27-year-old running back. And you've now opened up $19 million over the next two years in money. Then it doesn't look right. Everything is relative. Like uh, you and I were talking about um, context always matters. It does, yeah. Like the difference between going 7 and 10 next year and Deshaun playing five games and you going 7 and 10 next year and Mm -hmm. Deshaun plays all 17 games. That's going to be a huge difference in whether guys get fired or not. No question. So the context for me that matters is if you're going to make these trades, like Amari Cooper a year ago, if you'd given up a second-round pick for Amari Cooper, uh, even with his production this last year, it would have appeared more desperate to me. You got him for a fifth-round pick. Yeah, I mean, he went for a fifth-round pick because of the contract, right? I mean, that they were trying to get rid of his, yeah. his number. And the Cavs or the Cavs, the Browns restructured that deal. Yeah, I also think overpaying for certain free agents, like I like Jesse Bates. I don't know, I like Jesse Bates more than I like Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Different style player, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and one is certainly worth more, quote unquote, in NFL free mm-hmm. agency. Jesse Bates is. He's been a stud, All Pro type player since the moment he came into the NFL. Overpaying for him though, that feels desperate. Overpaying for 30-year-old Javon Hargrave, even though he's fantastic, that eh, feels a little $20 million a, a year was aggressive. the number. That's $20 million a year was the number I saw for Javon Hargrave. Mm. I don't know you can do that. $20 million is a lot. Now, again, not our money. That's fair. And you always say the cap's BS, so. Well, no, it's it's more about that is you're you're going to have to push more money in the future. Like, I just think, well, the, and, and listen, if, if you restructure Deshaun, you maybe trade Nick Chubb. I mean, that's some big numbers that are off your book, or you can fix your book a little bit. You want a hot take? Yeah, good. I wouldn't trade Nick Chubb even if it meant signing Javon Hargrave. Okay. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.